Welcome to another episode of the Lockdown Podcast, uh, Base Free Pod. It's Craig and M here again. Hello. Um, you're going to be bored of us by the time the gym opens. <laughs> this is three days in a row that we've done the podcast now. By day three, we'll be hearing our dirty laundry, having arguments in front of everyone. But we have uh, had time and we have got time because we're on lockdown to bring lots of knowledge and content to you guys. And this is my favorite medium to express my knowledge with you lot so we're just podcasting it's kind of weird I'm just sat looking at him <laughs> I was just thinking um when I said we'd have arguments in front of everyone there was a one day in the gym when what had you done Craig Craig had done something anyways I was about to start coaching the 8 30 class so everyone was up at the whiteboard and I was getting ready to coach so all eyes were on me and then I popped my head back around the corner. So I turned my back to the class, popped my head around the corner and was like, oh, Craig, told him off for something. And then I turned back around and Beef was looking at me. And he was like, oh, bit of a psycho, are you? And then we, I just knew that he knew that I'd told you off. And then we had a big crack up. It was very funny. I do remember that happening, but I can't remember what you told me off for. It was probably something ridiculous and irrelevant. Anyways. Um, today, no, yesterday Craig and I went for a walk and we do a lot of good thinking and talking when we walk, a walk and a talk. talk. And we were talking about, um, the lockdown, of course, who is not talking about the lockdown and coronavirus. Um, but we were talking about the long term or the chances of long term lockdown. What if this goes beyond April 1st? Uh, probably will. Not sure. Anyways, we were talking about what happens beyond that point. Um, so that was one reason why this podcast is happening today. And the other one is, is because it ties into what happens beyond fitness for myself as well. Is personally, uh, I, obviously I love fitness. I love working out. I, I think exercise is a hugely important part of everybody's health. Um, but it's not my deep passion. Mine is helping people people in other areas of health so like the mental health side of things and the nutrition side of things and not necessarily uh, meal plans and macros but actually that I guess the emotional the emotional part of eating because I think that's probably the thing people struggle with the most so today we're going to talk about a few of the things that we struggle with personally in terms of health health being the bigger picture of health not just fitness um, and then we are going to turn it back on to you and we'll talk about that bit after. But I posed the question to Craig, what were your three top health hurdles? And he gave me his first answers were very much fitness related and CrossFit training related. And I told him he wasn't allowed to do that. It had to be, should I look there or should I look there? I should look at you. Um, <laughs> look wherever you want. So, Yeah. So I, I made him back up and then shot, we started again. again. And your first one was? What, the first one that I wasn't allowed to use? No, or? the first one that was right in my books. Uh, manage, so for me, it was managing. This is my biggest hurdle is managing my work life schedule and how to fit in what I deem important recovery protocols. So things like having enough time to sleep, having enough time to eat dinner, having enough time to hang out with M into a busy work schedule i don't have a a traditional nine to five you have a split shift don't you well we just have like an all day at work like 
I'm in work at six and some days I'm in there till nine. So outside of that, where do I have enough time to, to sleep? And for me, I can fit training in because I'm in the gym during the day. I can find an hour and I can, I can find time to do stuff. But outside of work, that's probably my biggest struggle is I get real, real nervous, not nervous, but anxious when I'm like, oh, it's getting to 10 p.m. and I've got to get up at five. I'm not going to get seven hours sleep in. And that's probably one of my biggest struggles. But that kind of just outside of work, trying to manage that is my biggest thing. So I guess for you, um, you know, we start at 6 a.m. in the morning. Sometimes we don't get out of the gym until 9 p.m. now. Mm. And then throughout the day, you would have a class at 8.30 and then 1 p.m. And then you'd have PTs every few hours. So your day is very broken up and bitty. Yeah. Um, I guess that would be very similar to a parent, for example, who might wake up really early in the morning for their child. They may need to then go back to sleep. I don't know. Then they have to go off for their whole day and then they come home and they're doing this, that and the other. And so it's not dissimilar to other people that have a different job, different circumstances, but the same issue. No. Uh, but what I'm saying is what do you do? to help yourself through this um, so that other people might get an idea from that? Well, I've been through periods where it's been better and that's just been managing my schedule or managing um, to make sure that I have time to do that. So implementing real simple rules like not watching Netflix, for example, because if I know if I'm going to get home at nine, I, I have things that are important like eating and showering and then getting to sleep on time versus oh, I'm going to scroll through Instagram or I'm going to put the TV on. So just prioritizing and creating small rules for yourself to make sure that you are getting the important stuff. And I mean, for the most part, we are pretty good at doing that, um, especially during the week. But it's just sometimes it's unavoidable. Like if you're a parent, you've got a kid that wakes up at five and then you don't get to put into bed till eight. That doesn't leave you much time to do stuff for yourself. But I think just manage it and making sure you give yourself time to make sure that the stuff that is important to you are prioritizing. Yeah, so perhaps just seeing what time windows you do have, um, framing your day, I want to be in bed by 10, and then kind of reverse engineering everything back from there, yeah, and then prioritizing. Good. Particularly with sleep as well, you know, I have to be up at 5, I want to be in bed by 10, what time do I have to be showered and eaten by, what time do I have to be home by, what time do I have to finish work by, is reverse engineering that way, with that specific problem of sleep would be a great way of doing it. Cool. Uh, your second one was not hydrating enough and eating enough. Yeah, I think I don't know. I'm sure the majority of the population under eat and I'm sure there's a lot of um, underlying health problems that people have that are associated with uh, lack of calories or just bodily function because they haven't eaten enough, which isn't something I'm going to dive into right now. But I know for one that I probably don't eat enough based on how much I weigh, how much activity and um, my, the kind of like intensity or the strain that I put under myself during the day. I probably don't eat enough. And I do recognize on days where I have eaten enough the following day, I have more energy or I feel better or I can think better or I can process things a little bit easier. So I do know that's something that I struggle with. Um, and I think it's just it takes a lot of effort to eat enough, let alone eat enough of good quality food. Cause you could probably get enough calories in if you resorted to eating like mm. shit protein bars or fast food, but then trying to ensure that you're taking in enough 
calories on board from good quality food. Mm. So you have all the nutrients as well, not just the calories. Exactly. Um, But trying to find, and usually food that's more nutrient dense isn't always as calorie dense. So trying to get enough energy in to be able to have enough energy from 6 till 9 p.m. on a limited sleep schedule and have enough energy to get through your day and to train and to do all that stuff and keep it from clean sources of food is something that I really struggle with because it could be, like I say, really really easy to default. So I'm just going to grab a protein bar because that's high in calories. Um, So trying to force myself to eat enough fruit, vegetables, find stuff that I actually enjoy eating and don't get bored of and just forcing myself to make time to sit down and eat. Like, oh, it's 11 o'clock, I haven't eaten anything today, should probably eat something. And at point shouldn't they? Like I said, you can have a, my schedule could be super... Um, like different a day to day so it's not as if you're in a routine of okay yeah, now it's, it's 12 and it's lunch and right. I sit down at this time every day um, and I always battle with like for me it's I don't often feel hungry uh, it's not like I get every three hours I need to sit down and have a meal I can go like six hours and not have touched food and not even thought about it and I get to the end of the day I'm like man I've only eaten once or how many times have I ever complained to you like you always cheat me out of a meal on a Friday because mm. we like go to work and then we have lunch and then we've had one meal and get to the end of the day and I feel cheated because I've only had two meals so but I don't feel hungry so yeah that's my kind of I don't feel like I eat enough but I'm not always getting enough food in and I'm not always hungry either so then would you say would you think that that would tie into your managing your work schedule is that not something that you can make a more you know like if you're not feeling hungry and your body's not telling you it's time to eat is that when you step in and you're like, okay, well, I'm actually going to book this into my diary. I'm going to sit down at 12 and... Completely. And the same with water as well. Mm. It's, it's quite embarrassing how... Um, how yeah, as I drink water, is how A, much I preach it and understand the importance of it, but how little or how often I don't hydrate enough. And I'm talking like, like three litres a day would be the minimum. Like I... I miss that all the time and I again I can tell I feel better the next day or I feel better on that day if I've been consistently hydrating if I have like three days where I've drank four liters of water I don't have I don't feel as stiff I it's easier to warm up I have less injuries and I know that but I don't prioritize making that thing so I feel like four liters sounds like a lot I, I think I remember back in the day it was kind of like two liters I had two liters in my mind but one day I had three bottles or like I have a one liter bottle of water. And when I look at it, I think, my God, I'm awake for so long. I can drink three bottles of this. This is nothing. And then if you compare it to the size of your body, like these three bottles are supposed to power this thing. Like I'm huge. And even you're huge. Like three liters is nothing at all. Yeah, It's crazy how little we drink. And I poured water in through the top and it's that's to fill my body. It probably wouldn't even get past the middle of my shin. (laughs) (laughs) Why do you think you're like walking around on chode legs? No, but honestly, you probably wouldn't fit. It wouldn't go above my knee. Craig thinks he's bigger than he is. That's sad. But still, I'm a 102 kilo mm. man who walks around. Specimen. A specimen man <laughs> that walks around not as much as I should be, which is my third thing, but I lead quite a fairly active life. And um, yeah, I definitely don't drink enough water. And again, I'd probably pair those two things the mm-hmm. consuming enough food. And I say calories, but that's just because for me, I don't. 
I'm going to say this, but I don't generally mean it. I don't eat because I love eating food. I eat because I know I need to eat to move. Oh my God, I don't know you. No, I know, but then I do love really good food as well. And I like to cook and I enjoy preparing food, but I don't like I don't pull my lunch out the fridge and be like, oh yeah, I've got like this. Yeah. It's just, oh, I yeah. need to eat or I'm going to pass out. Um, and then water, those two things are probably just something that I would do far better. I'd perform far better and perform meaning like get through the day uh, if I just booked in time to like have you uh, by 9am I need to have done two liters by 3pm I need to have done two mm. liters or <laughs> instead of getting to the end of the day I'm like what gotta do two liters yeah. <laughs> before I, bed honestly go, go, and I'll go, do go, like go. one of these whole things in the kitchen when I'm all wet upstairs but then you're just gonna have to wake up to pee in the middle of the night mm. and you get to shop your sleep pattern so which thankfully can is never not too much of a problem because I'm only <coughs> 30 years old and I don't have <clears throat> that issue yet but okay moving on your third one was again a weird one considering I run a gym and I'm in the gym most days is just how much movement or the lack of movement so I very rarely and I don't actually try deliberately try to do it but hit my uh, my watch has a target at how many steps I'm supposed to on and it's very rare that I actually hit that amount of steps um, if I've had days where I've taught a lot of classes then I probably would have done that or if I deliberately go for a walk so I'm going to go for a walk mm-hmm. which I do not very often but yeah, it's surprising to me how little movement I actually do during the day. So we're talking about incidental activity or yeah, other movement also, outside of Also intentional exercise. movement as well. Is like there's, well, I'm in the gym all the time and I could take 10 minutes out of the day and just go stretch a little bit. I don't do that often enough. And I feel like everybody, whether they work in a gym or they have an environment where they can do that, they should still make time to do movement. Incidental movement is just uh, something that people should just be more conscious of but actually deliberately trying to move mm-hmm. <clears throat> if I sit down for an hour then I should get up for 10 minutes or I do 90 minutes mm-hmm. of work I'm gonna have a 50 minute break or you know just actually use that time to then go for a walk or do some stairs or do a bit of a hip flexor stretch whatever I always um think about people that come back from holidays I don't know why I have New York in my mind but you know normally when you go on holiday people don't exercise as much um but they always say how awesome they felt because they were walking. They're just walking around the city, doing all their sightseeing stuff, walking to the shop, walking to the bus or whatever it is. Um, and it's not because they're doing wads or going to do exercise. It's just because they're being human and they are well, yeah, on did. their feet walking In, around. We went to Budapest for three days and averaged 20,000 steps yeah. a day. Yeah, and that's a big thing out of that. That's a big thing that's not in society or everyday life anymore is moving around and having to do things with your own body. I also think, and we spoke about this as well on different episodes, it's where you are in the world. Like, in Dubai, it's not set mm. up, so it's easy for you to walk places, and life's very convenient, which now on lockdown, that's awesome, because you can get everything delivered, but in... Uh, I'm scared. <laughs> of what? Well, just because I, I I've not moved much at all. Oh, yeah. I think yesterday we went for a big walk, and we had, what, 6,000 steps? I yeah. probably did 500 all day until that point. But yeah, those are kind of my three things. And they're all three really easy things for me to fix in theory. But again, it's just being conscious of it, being aware that that's something that I struggle with. And then having a plan to stick into the plan, which is my next biggest problem is actually committing to those things. And when we did the whole life challenge last time around, I was good for about 30 days and then died off towards mm-hmm. the end. But just having something in place where I'm like, 
okay, did I drink X amount of water? Like the uh, accountability thing we've got going on in the lockdown at the moment is just checking in daily and be like, hey, I did 10,000 steps a day. I've drank this much water. I've eaten this many meals. I've done this and I've done this. Even something like that is not enough for me to, <laughs> to stay committed to doing that. Uh, I guess one of the points that I was going to make at the very end, but I want to say now, it doesn't matter when it's made, is that we are, I'm sure nobody out there thinks that we're perfect because we obviously are not. But as coaches and health professionals, we are exactly the same as every other human. We have our hurdles, we have our struggles. Uh, I think it's very clear that we all know what we should be doing. There's so much information out there telling us this is what's right for health, this is what is wrong for health, this is what you should do, this is what you should avoid. Um, we all know that, yet we all can't do the simple things, as Craig just said. Craig should be the one out of all of us that should be knowing that he should be getting off his ass and stretching and doing all these things, but he doesn't. Um, and that was one of the reasons why we wanted to bring this up today is to hopefully help out some people that might have the same struggles as us because we're just the same as you guys. Yeah, those three things are all things that I know multiple times I've said to people, just got to do this, you got to yeah. do this, got to do this, and it's stuff that I've preached to be like, if you want to feel better, and these are very simple mm. things you can do to Do as we work. say, not as we do. But that's the thing, it's hard, it's easier to go, hey, drink four liters of water a day, move every 90 minutes, and make sure you get seven hours of sleep. Super simple, mm. very applicable advice but it's not always easy see I always find it's like these rules these hard and fast rules but when you apply them to humans it's it's like a different it's like a different kettle of fish you know because and and rules that are applied to Craig versus me the same rules are not going to be taken on the same because I have my yeah and I'm weird in ways that you're not weird and we've got different schedules and different likes and dislikes and things like that so there's always uh, many ways to skin a cat, I guess. But, yeah, we're all in this together. So I'm going to go through my three things and then we're going to put it over to you guys. So my biggest thing, which is probably the biggest struggle that I've had since, oh, I don't even, like, my teens. A very long time ago. A very long time ago um, is being able to adjust my food intake for when I'm not training as much. It's like I'm a bear and I've gone into hibernation. Um, I cannot control my eating habits. So luckily I'm quite an active person and I have, um, I'm, I'm more active. And so normally whatever I eat is irrelevant. Like I, I don't have to worry too much about my weight and I'm not strict with my food either. But especially now over the next couple of weeks, I'm not going to be doing the same training intensity. And so I'm a little bit worried about that. And also this is going to be something I need to think about as I start to get older um, and my metabolism slows down and da 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 da, da. Other priorities come in and I'm not training as much. Um, and I don't know how to, I, that's what I'm struggling with currently. I don't have any plan in place to so are you saying get around it. You... Eat. I'm touching my face. You're touching your face. I just washed my hands. Huh. If, you, if you, so you're talking about how much food you'd consume mm. in your normal routine, and then now you're in a in a routine where you're not exercising as much or as intense. You yeah. should consume less food. Well, yes, because I don't want to put on weight. Okay. More so, I don't want to feel yuck. It makes me feel yuck when I eat more than I need. Slothy. 
So on that question, on that note, sorry, question, would you say that you consume enough food normally on a normal given day to support your activity and training and your day? I think on most days. Cool. Yeah. So what I think the, <clears throat> the best thing that I can do is to save myself from myself and we don't buy crap and we don't want to eat crap. So if we want to have a cheat, like if we want to have chocolate or if it's like Thursday night and we want to have, we want to watch Netflix and it's date night and whatever, we'll go out and buy the stuff knowing that we're going to eat it all and then it's going to be out of the house. We don't buy it on Sunday for Thursday night because we will eat it on Sunday. Well, on Mon on Sunday we went and stocked up for the apocalypse, for the yeah. lockdown and we had bought two bags of chips and we only ate the second one yesterday. That was like four whole days. I didn't think we should have disclosed that. Um, but we've also... Just bought another packet. <laughs> to replace that for the lockdown. But I think you're, you're... You're better than me at having willpower to not buy stuff. Because I'll just okay. be like, oh yeah, I'll just grab this. And then I could eat it and not feel bad about it. You won't buy it. Then I think you're worse about having weaker willpower once it's there. Yeah, I am. So I know myself and I don't buy stuff when I don't want to eat it. And then I think this is just an ongoing thing for me to figure out. Anyways, we're going to move on because I don't have any nuggets to hand people. Yeah, um, mental health is my next one. And that's a very big, deep dive, which I'm not going to go into. But for me, it is navigating through my moods and my ups and downs and understanding where I am at points in time and then managing accordingly. Yeah, I think being aware when you need a time out or yes. when you need time for yourself Yeah. and knowing when that is. So the easiest thing that I would say for this for me is to manage probably the thing that's come up the most recently, last few years, is managing my schedule, my work schedule, my downtime schedule so that... I have time to myself and away from people so that I can recharge my batteries and kind of refill my um, introvert bucket. One thing that I have, another thing that I've noticed recently, I journal on my Instagram page <clears throat> because I have a terrible memory and it's just, I just think it's so sad that days pass by, weeks pass by, months pass by and you just, you don't have any recollection of the little insignificant things that kind of make up your life and different stages of your life. And so I decided in the new year that I wanted to journal every day, which hasn't happened actually. I find when I'm not, when I, my mental health is low, it's the last thing I feel like doing. But I've been making an effort to journal down little things in my day, my thoughts, what I'm going through, because I want to be able to look back and be like, oh my God, and remember this in 2020, we did this stupid thing that I totally would have forgotten normally. Um, I've found that journaling helps me to filter through my thoughts and feelings because it's a very serious thing for me to journal. I want to be as honest as possible to my future self. So I actually take a while to sit there and go through everything. It makes me think about it because I'm putting it into this platform that is going to be there forever. I know it's not going to be, but... Um, yeah, I've found that by the end of it, the end of my caption, I actually feel... Like, huh, that, that's how I feel and that's how I, why I feel this way. And it's really helped. So I think journaling in whatever capacity uh, is a really good thing to do if anybody else out there has some 
has some problems. <clears throat> has some problems. We all have problems. We all have problems. Um, Before you move on, I just want to say um, yes. on the subject of mental health, I think one thing that I've noticed with you more recently is you've been able to manage it way better because you're more aware of it. And I think that's the most important thing. And I think everybody, mental health isn't a bad thing. Every, like mental health can pertain to any state of anyway, your mental health. Like people who mm-hmm. are in a very good mood have a positive state of mental health. And it's not necessarily a negative thing or something you need to struggle with. But I think people just need to be more aware of it and be okay with talking about it or telling people that I need a time out. And it's helped me a lot that you're more aware of it. Cause now if you do need the time out, then you can be like, hey, I'm just gonna, I don't want to go see people today or whatever. Mm. Whatever. We're like, okay, cool, that's fine. We can just like stay at home. Versus that could have been something way bigger for you to have to deal with. You weren't aware of it. So I think that's the first thing you're just trying to understand why you're in what mood you're in. Yeah. Agreed. Um, and then moving on to the last one is consistency of routine. And specifically now, making exercise a priority because I... So I slept in today. Until 9.30. So I haven't eaten i mean i haven't eaten i've definitely eaten i haven't exercised today and it is what 5 30 so if i was to maybe sit around and pick another task to do after this podcast i'm very easily going to be like oh i can't really be bothered exercising let's just do it tomorrow and that cannot happen and so i think it's important that for me is that I say, right, 6am is my exercise time. I'm going to get up, I'm going to get out of the way and get it done. And then if the day gets away with all these busy things that I have to do around here, then, you know, it's not exercise that's, that I'm going to miss out on. And so that goes back to your managing schedule as well. I, do you have anything to add to that? No. Okay. So what we wanted to do now, what we wanted to ask you was what are the things that you struggle with most when it comes to your health? And when we say health, as much as we love fitness, it is not just about fitness. It is about your nutrition. It is about your daily lifestyle habits. It is about your social interaction with others. It is about your mental health. And so there are no rules to what you define as your biggest hurdles in health. It's, it's what I guess your biggest pain points are and the things that you're always saying, oh, why can't I just not eat the chocolate? Or why, why can I not lose the weight? Or why am I so unhappy all the time? Or what, I don't know what it is. It could be anything. But we want to know what it is you struggle with the most in your life. And I, you know, I think at the moment I think about health as, and this is what Craig did when I asked him his three hurdles he thought about it in terms of the gym is open the gym is running life is back to normal and then at the moment there might be hurdles during the lockdown that you don't normally have in normal life they can be either or but for us right now we would love 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 to have your lockdown health hurdles so the things that you are going to struggle with over the next couple of weeks more so than normal or if it goes into the next month because then we can start to have tips and things around those hurdles and develop um, at-home programs or support that can further our support of you yeah basically we're preparing no one saw this coming no one planned this lockdown we didn't have we don't have a pandemic emergency protocol for the gym so we've kind of been caught on the back foot a little bit maybe we should have a pandemic emergency plan in place but 
we didn't and now we're in a position where we've got this awesome community of people that we still want to help and for us it's not just about keeping our business alive it's about keeping all the people that we care about happy and healthy and now we're trying to just scramble to come up with ways to be like okay how can we make sure we're giving everybody what they need is um on a normal day-to-day outside of lockdown people come to the gym and we can give them a workout but then also it gives opportunity to speak to someone as a say, oh hey, I'm struggling with this or whatever whatever is we take that for granted that we um, or you might take that for granted that that might be enough because you have that interaction with us day to day where you can just ask us oh what do you think of this or what do you think of this but we don't have that at the moment so maybe your fitness is suffering but maybe like Em said it could be you're not getting social interaction or there's not um, the support that you need to be motivated enough to go out and do your own workout so what we kind of want to do is the best we can if this lockdown gets extended past 1st of April which it could potentially do is what can we do for you guys and we want to know what your biggest hurdles are or how we can be of service to you guys to help you stay healthy until we can get back to a more normal routine mm. yeah how can we help you guys outside of the gym because we are outside of the gym yeah. What else do you need from us? Because like writing workouts and I've seen all the gyms are posting uh, at home workouts and you can find those anywhere. You can even, you should be able to make up your own right now. We're trying to be, I'm putting a lot of effort into the programs because I think if we're more creative, you're more likely to do them because it's not just the same thing over again. But also from a, uh, a pain point of view as in not trying to create injuries by doing repetitive movements and trying to be more creative with it because I see a lot of the workouts are just literally just the same shit over and over again and I feel like you've done a lot of burpees and running this week I'm, I know but in dosages the, basically the workouts are one thing um, yeah you guys are more than yeah how else can we help you yeah is the, the, you guys have problems outside of just fitness Exactly. I'm just kidding. Once the gym's back open is we want to find ways that we can do it as well is... Yeah. I love writing programming. It's my favorite thing to do and I I really enjoy coaching people. Um, But we have other skill sets and other Mm. levels of knowledge that can help in other areas as well. That we've always, even when we opened Base 3 right at the very beginning, it was this big drive to try and impact people's lives outside of the gym as well and have this whole lifestyle sector where we can help people with um, sleep and nutrition or lifestyle management all these other areas where we're not experts in but we know a little bit about which would be helpful to you guys so we're just going to take this opportunity to find out what it is we can do to improve your life and have as big an impact on you as you can um, whilst the gym shop. Mm. Craig you did this to me before and then you just went and did the same thing. No, I was thinking to get close to your mic. Oh, I thought you were telling me. Back here. Oh, I thought you were telling me to shut up. No, I wasn't at all. I was scared I was going to talk too much. I think we should do a really good wrap-up today because I haven't done it in the past. We get really awkward. This just got awkward. <laughs> Is there anything else we need to say? So how are we going to get this feedback from people? Um, I'm going to create a type form. Um, which I'm going to link to the show notes for this. And it will be a really quick survey just to gather what categories of information or what areas we need to focus our attention on to serve you better. 
with an opportunity for you to put as much information as you want and you can leave your name if you want to. Or you could message us, like you could email us or Facebook. If you don't want to come tell us, like anonymous information, people, I just feel people are a bit more liberal when it comes to Mm. sharing information if it's anonymous. But if you want to come and tell me or send us a message or send us an email, then we're more happy to We love hearing from you and we will keep everything confidential I think if the more honest we are with each other, the the easier it is to help each other. Yeah. And then thank you for your patience again. Yeah. This isn't ideal, but we've had some really nice messages come through. Um, I had a couple today and I was just like, oh, that's really nice. That person messaged me. I really appreciated it. So thank you for your support and thank you for your patience. And we'll do what we can until the gym's open. And Thanks for listening to our crap, guys. And there's going to be a lot more crap. <laughs> Hopefully the gym opens soon so we can shut up and you don't have to listen to us once a week. <laughs> Right. All right. Go. Um, I made cookies. Do it. I'm going to go eat cookies. I made cookies. Healthy cookies. <laughs> the healthy cookies. <laughs> Bye.